listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Inside me is a black-eyed animal bracing in a small stall as if a bird could grow without breaking its shell, as if the clatter of a thousand blackbirds whipping in a storm could be held in a shell. Inside me is a huge black bull, bald, small enough to fit inside the bead of a nipple ring i mean to leave a record of my raptures i was raised by a beautiful man i loved his grasp of time my mother shaped my grasp of space would you rather spend the rest of eternity with your wild wings bewildered bewildering a cage or with your four good feet stuck in a plot of dirt hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and Karen, and we're live on a monday that's right um ready to get into some podcasting guys of course you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search for the blackout tips leave us five star reviews as long as they're nice we'll read them on the show it's that easy uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme that's right guys um let's just get right into it okay let's see what what news we got going on here okay um how about this kroger will stop selling guns of all kinds not just the ar-15 not just the ones to people over the age of 21 or whatever all of them all the guns right period it was like we'll fix them problems we won't we won't have nobody making these fuck ass lawsuits about i walked in there and they wouldn't say nope you can't buy them here period the nation's biggest supermarket chain what we never see Kroger's around here all the Kroger's around here closed years ago what are we talking about they said on monday that it would phase out all sales of firearms and ammunitions at 132 fred meyer stores which are located in four western states alaska idaho oregon and washington kroger brand stores do not carry firearms and guns were still being sold only at 43 of kroger's fred meyer locations a company spokesperson emailed so they were all they were like they were kind of getting out of it anyway right probably and, profitable yeah it probably was not making that much money and you end up being associated with these killings and shit right uh yeah i would like some bananas and can you hand me a clip over there right i mean how many times you want to look at the news and see they bought the gun from you just in case you know like oh yeah they bought the new they bought these guns from kroger oh shit that's uh well we'll take two weeks off of selling them (laughs) and kroger is like hey kroger like kroger we don't sell guns fred meyer which is associated with us we probably own them they sell the guns but when people say kroger they think of us plus guns don't really seem like the kind of thing that sell like they don't seem like shoes or, like there's never like a gun sale that you like to buy one gun get one free you know Shoot, like you never know 50 percent off you don't never know well what i mean what i mean by this is at a retailer like this what's the profit margin in oh, selling a gun very small like it doesn't sound like the kind of thing where you get the guns super cheap and then turn around and sell them for expensive you know like there's a better chance to get a percentage off of a fucking blu-ray player at best buy come on than probably a gun you know what i mean i mean i'm sure they have some sales i'm not saying that never say never not saying all don't write me no fucking emails but just in general like for a, a retailer like that it must the profit margin must not be that fucking crazy if they're ready to get out of the game you know? Yeah, and it was like, uh, we was phasing out anyway. Did A, this help us speed it up, and B, 
uh now we don't have to worry about people fucking protesting the regular ass kroger store that don't sell them you know how many times that was like uh kroger's does not sell these items but i'm hearing no, kroger is fred meyers not kroger's you know i bet you they got tired of that alone in itself they was like fuck it just 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 no doing something no well well not just that but like how much how much negative publicity comes with selling the guns versus how much positive publicity comes with hat with you know sell with how much positive comes with selling the guns think about delta right delta got all that shit and they were like oh we're gonna take away the nra discount but then when delta revealed the numbers are like this this discount was nothing nobody was even using it right and that's what happened a lot of times these people have a fit but when you go through the numbers and statistics a very very small percentage of americans actually own guns they just own a lot of them motherfuckers but a very small percentage of the population actually own guns all right so um all right contraceptive pill for men is closer to development but will men remember to take it um a contraceptive pill for men has come closer a step closer to development taking daily like a female pill it switches off a man's testosterone and the hormones that cause sperm production this should bring the sperm count low enough so that a man cannot get his partner pregnant researchers have given the tablet to men for a month and it did not cause liver damage a side effect shown in previous trials of oral hormonal contraceptives past attempts to give men contraception have focused on injections of gels but experts say that men may find it easier to take a pill while there there is a fear that men may forget to take the tablets researchers hope this can be addressed by a long longer lasting ingredient that means they can be taken daily rather than twice a day as with previous versions oh yeah twice a day is a little bit different than that once a day for sure uh 2011 survey found half of women would not rely on a male pill because they did not trust their partners to remember to take it Mm-mm, and i wouldn't truth be told i wouldn't trust it dead like like dudes be questioning i don't trust you did you take it i don't i don't trust your memory no no thank you and, and it's one of the things with the pill needs to be there uh i think that uh because it's men the technology will actually it's gonna be to the point where the men contraceptives will actually be better than the women contraceptive because men are like the the first little thing that caused any hormonal swing in men is a problem. Within how you fuck you think women feel, you know we had to do with bullet clots and all this other kind of shit that goes along with this, and men never cared because they didn't have to deal with it. But now they got to deal with it. So you know I'm looking for them to get to the, they do the shots i'm looking for them not you know they do the shots in your butt or your thigh i'm looking for them to do the ones they put them in your arms and shit like that like it's gonna be to the point where they're like well goddamn men's contraceptives actually better than women contraceptives you're gonna fuck around and you're gonna be all right on the corner without a prescription they're gonna be um uh, selling like mixtapes but i still gotta go to the doctor to get my shit yeah i think i mostly worry about um niggas lying right you know and this totally fucked up my plan to get serena williams pregnant and trap her with a baby so if i can't have no uh if i can't win then nobody else can you know but it was the only chance to be like oh of course i'm on the pill uh oprah you know but now uh and then we really see where men's uh um morals lie 
right because it's easy to act like oh these women these gold diggers these bitches always doing this that and the other the men y'all after our money y'all always but that's because we don't have an option right. if we had the option to trap women we would and this pill is gonna be that option we're just gonna give us finally get the chance to date up in the pool and trap these women with these babies but nope alas uh but yeah i can't wait to the first uh case of a woman suing a man for getting pregnant because he lied about taking that pee like that shit gonna happen she was like motherfucker you told yeah, me you was but gone see, the fact that we have decades of precedence that you can't um sue nobody for that and win we'll be fine because uh one thing we know about being trash is that men know about being trash okay come on yeah, I was thinking like, I mean, first of all, half of women wouldn't trust their partners to tell the truth or to remember. I guess to remember because that's wild. It's hard for them to remember. Not trying right. to funny. Take taking the pill every day. Some most a lot of people don't take their vitamins. They don't take their blood pressure, cholesterol, or heart medication every day like they supposed to. And uh yeah, that's just like proof positive that they think men are trash. Um. And then the other thing I was thinking about today was uh every woman like this is also a sign that men are trash. I was at the store today with you and uh I noticed that every woman that has a big butt owns at least one or two of those like sweaters and coats that cover up their butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's not because women with big butts be cold all the time. They just get tired of niggas like hollering at them and looking at them and saying well, crazy shit to mm-hmm. them. Well, I've been noticing in my whole life. I was like, every woman that got a big butt on like a coat or a sweater or something to be like, let me cover this shit up so I can just buy my cereal and make it back to my car without having to get, hey, let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. Ah, you ain't fine then anyway, bitch. You know, like that kind of shit. It's just something I was thinking about today. I was like, that says a lot more about men than this than anything else. Right. And women have a lot of techniques that dudes don't even pay uh even their partners don't even pay fucking attention to is the sweaters and the coats to cover up your hips and there's also uh a lot of women with bigger hips have a tendency to wear longer shirts yeah stuff like that mm-hmm. um anyway extensive data shows punishing reach of racism for black boys uh this is in the new york times black boys raised in america even in the wealthiest families and living in some of the most well-to-do neighborhoods still earn earn less in adulthood than white boys with similar backgrounds according to a sweeping new study that traced the lives of millions of children white boys who grew up rich are likely to remain that way black boys raised at the top however are more likely to become poor than to stay wealthy in their own adult uh adult households i wonder why this only did boys wonder what was up with this study no nobody care about girls interesting even when children grow up next to each other with parents who earn similar incomes black boys far fare worse oh, than white I can boys tell you why why because uh patriarchy because normally men men earn more than women on average mm-hmm. so and you're under the assumption that most likely women's income is going to be lower anyway so i might be wrong but i think that probably has more because look like you would have did boys and girls right 
the gaps only worsen in the kind of neighborhoods that promise low poverty and good schools according to the study led by researchers at stanford harvard and census bureau income inequality inequality between blacks and whites is driven entirely by what is happening among these boys and the men they become though black girls and women face deep inequality on many measures black and white girls from families with comparable earnings attain similar individual incomes as adults oh so they did measure it but black boys are the ones being left behind okay yeah i was gonna yeah. that was gonna be my answer when you said when you were saying um the patriarchy and stuff i was thinking also uh black women achieve higher they go to college more right. they employ more mm-hmm. they get more better degrees. jobs they make more money mm-hmm. so um the same pitfalls that hit the boys might not hit the girls is the same you know there's no more group of growing entrepreneurs in america right, like, educated yes i mentioned that earlier um so like i think uh they it might be that the boys are the ones that are being left behind and that's why the study says so you know mm. um the other thing too um i mean there's different reasons for that i think part of the reason is that we do raise boys to be um more dependent and less uh and less serious and it's almost like um michelle obama said when she was like we raise our girls but we like but we like mother our boys or something like that where it's like the boys get to kind of be uh they're not treating it seriously like your studies don't need to be as serious your your behavior doesn't need to be as serious your education uh as far as like your goals beyond high school and shit don't need to be as serious it's almost like it'll work out you're a boy with girls it's like one pitfall and you're done don't get anybody don't get pregnant don't you know boys just don't get anybody pregnant but um it's a lot less of a um disappointment you know as opposed to when a girl gets pregnant uh at a young age there's a lot of like there's a lot more disappointment and shame and what you gonna do now and all this type of shit you know true and and i and i and and also too when you say that um boys are considered dependable like i said most boys this is more more going towards straight boys are taught to be like heads of household so some so not all but some dudes would actually forego certain things to actually provide for their household Mm -hmm. they might not go get that degree they might not uh be willing to go into the arts and things that's not a actual you don't know when and how you're going to get paid you know more uh for women not not that women have too much more flexibility but you know women are like hey i want to do this this that and other you have a little bit more flexibility but a lot of that goes to the privilege of being higher educated and all these other things too yeah um yeah that's true and then the thing that's also weird is knowing that black women for the most part end up married to partner with um uh co-parenting with black men it still is an effect overall on black women's lives you know so it's like what what impacts the black men it still ends up impacting the community correct um you know uh but i don't know if they went to that far in the study yeah and also um a lot of this boils down to various variation of different things which they the study part and they get into it get into egos they get into um you know because a lot of men um are my woman better not make more money than me type of thing they're into 
you know wanted to control her because uh, a variation of different things like it's a lot of other factors that might be you know well clearly these women are earning this money regardless of that you Correct. know because i think there's still a self-motivation factor that that is in there like i can't be what spending my whole life waiting on some nigga that's not making as much as me to try to take care of me on not because of his ego come on so I, I you know it doesn't seem like there's a lot of women like holding themselves back waiting on some nigga you know um but one of the things i think is interesting too though is um the study um is based on like household um income via like taxes and shit so you know there's a lot of loopholes and shit on how you can figure out people's wealth via that Mm -hmm. um and then also when they keep saying escape poverty as earn a certain salary um don't mean the cycle of the reason that the cycle of poverty is different when you don't have generational wealth come on so a white person even with a lower salary could still escape poverty and not be impoverished because they'd have more of a floor underneath them than a black person in the exact same situation without generational wealth to kind of help them out whether it be a, a a job that someone can offer them whether it be money or the alone you know all kinds of shit that um black people may not have access to because of our history in this country right and then if you add race and racism plays a factor into this also which is that x factor that nobody ever wants to calculate into these things also yeah the study based on anonymous earnings and demographic data for virtually all americans now in their late 30s debunks a number of other widely held hypotheses about income inequality gaps persisted even when black and white boys grew up in families with the same income similar family structures similar education levels and even similar levels of accumulated wealth the disparities that remain also can't be explained by differences in cognitive ability an argument made by people who cite racial gaps in test scores that appear for both black boys and girls if such in- inherent differences uh existed by race you got to explain to me why these putative ability differences aren't handicapping women said david uh Gresky, a stanford sociologist who has reviewed the research a more likely possibility the author suggests is that test scores don't accurately measure the abilities of black children in the first place no because a lot of tests are biased a lot of tests are racist you have a lot of children i know for me personally i don't test well i just don't test well Mm -hmm. like at all like just tests are like draining to me and you could take those same questions and verbally ask me and i could spit the answers to you but actually just sitting there and reading and comprehending mm -mm, i don't test well one of the most popular liberal post-racial ideas is the idea that fund- the fundamental problem is class and not race and clearly this study explodes that idea says ibram kendi a professor and director of the anti-racist research and policy center at american university but for whatever reasons we're unwilling to stare racism in the face the authors including stanford economists raj chetty and two sisters researchers maggie r jones and sonya r porter tried to identify neighborhoods where poor black boys do well as well as whites the problem mr chetty says is that there are essentially no such neighborhoods in america 
the few neighborhoods that met that standard were in areas that showed less discrimination in surveys and tested racial bias they mostly had low poverty rates and intriguingly these pockets including parts of maryland suburbs and washington and corners of queens and the bronx were the places where many lower income black children had fathers at home poor black boys did well in such places whether their own fathers were present or not right um yeah that's just i mean it's just wow um this is wild i don't i don't know i like i don't know how you uh quantify all that shit um and how much you know is dealing i mean it sounds like they're breaking it down to just like racism is fucking this shit up which is not hard to believe but then also wouldn't racism mess it up for black girls too so yes i don't know how that would you know yeah and of course i worry about the idea you know the myth of the like superhuman black girl jazz just you know black girl magic and none of this shit bothers them and they do great no matter what you throw at them and all that shit because that's not necessarily a healthy thing to tell somebody it's not healthy and it's not realistic and that's why a lot of black women have mental breakdowns right and it makes it seem like i'm i must be bad at you know i must be a bad person if i can't overcome these obstacles by myself right and it's one of those things where when it comes to mental health your mental health is very important Mm -hmm. and particularly when it comes to black women a lot of times in a lot of families with a cornerstone for everybody even including our husband you know you have a lot of households where the husband doesn't really help the wife do things around the house like he should and the wife is literally trying to do everything in the household, even though, you know, it's two parents. Two parents in the household don't, don't mean that the woman ain't doing everything in the household. People don't understand that. You got two parents. That don't mean shit. If the man ain't doing his fair share, he not helping out and he ain't doing shit. Two parent household don't mean a goddamn thing in that situation. So you have a lot of women that are in quote unquote two parent households, but she's functioning, running like a single parent household. Mm. So. You, a lot of times people don't take that into factoration and you yeah, know i don't know how you would individually i don't know how you would factor that in you know and that's not right. just a black thing that's a everybody thing right but 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 i'm doing particularly with black women because it's that oh you can you're strong you can handle everything mm. you can take everything and but yet when she has a mental breakdown the household don't function right and then because the husband hasn't been helped and hadn't trained or don't know how to run anything in a lot of those situations as far as like the household things the household goes to shit and mm. the woman really doesn't have the time can't take the time off work can't go to the doctor can't really get the help that she needs so that she can love her house like she should and those play a big factor into that strong woman being able to do everything we're not invincible we're actually our human beings yep nah that's absolutely i mean we we still kind of infantilize men right like correct like i worry about that with studies like this but i'm glad to have this data out here i'm glad to have this conversation but i worry about it because we we get infantilized so much and we're centered in the conversation about discrimination so much that we almost get to this point where it's like we don't need to listen to anybody we don't need to improve on anything there's no damage that we could possibly do to the community it's just uh we're the victims and everybody else just needs to deal with it you know Mm -hmm. and deal with us you know right And, and and it's one of those things too to where uh in a lot of structures when the woman actually says i need help 
mm-hmm. it becomes a motherfucking problem when she says right. hey i don't need a whole lot what i need for you to do is maybe wash the dishes i don't need a whole lot what i maybe need for you to do is bathe the kids like i'm not asking you to break the bank and break a sweat i just need a little bit of help and some men just lose their motherfucking minds like kids ain't my thing i don't buy with no kids and you know what that affects the relationship that the children have with the fathers mm-hmm uh yeah well they do talk about that bit there that is a path-breaking finding said william julius wilson a harvard sociologist whose book books have chronicled the economic struggles of black men uh they're not talking about the direct effects on of a boy's own parents marital status they're talking about the presence of fathers in a given census tract other fathers in the community can provide boys with role models and mentors researchers say and their presence may indicate other neighborhood factors that benefit families like lower incarceration rates and better job opportunities um yeah because that's one of the things if, if if people's fathers are around or um fathers are in the community that does that may that may indicate some other positives that you know not just about an individual choice so i'm gonna raise my kid but just simply like hey man i'm not in jail uh you know what i mean i was able to go to college i'm able to work uh the research makes clear that there's something unique about the obstacles black males face the gaps between hispanics and whites is narrower and their incomes will converge uh within a couple of generations if mobility stays the same asian americans earn more than whites raised at the same income level or about the same when first generation immigrants are excluded only native americans have an income gap comparable to african americans but the disparities are widest for black boys um yeah that's another thing too i I would think too is like if you're using census and tax data then what about people that have like you know um culturally it's okay for them to have multiple families in the house and shit if you're just going by tax data you know what i mean how does that work like does that inflate it you know i I don't don't know uh this crystallizes and puts data behind this thing that we always knew was there because we either felt it ourselves or we've seen it over time said will jawando who worked in the obama white house for my my brother's keeper a mentoring initiative for black boys even without this data the people who worked on the project said uh he said uh believe that individual structural racism targeted black men in ways that required policies devised specifically for them mr jawando the son of a nigerian father and a white mother grew up in a poor grew up poor in silver spring maryland the washington suburb contains some of the rare neighborhoods where black and white boys appear to do equally well mr jawando who identifies as black is now a married lawyer with three daughters he is among the black boys who climbed from the bottom to the top uh he was one of 20 million to all right this is individual story uh <laughs> um <laughs> previous research suggests some reasons there may be a large income gap between black and white men but not between women even though women of color face both sexism and racism other studies show that boys across races are more sensitive than girls and di- to disadvantages like growing up in poverty or facing discrimination while black women also face negative effects of racism black men often experience racial discrimination differently as early as preschool they are more likely to be disciplined in school they are pulled over or detained or searched by police officers more often it's not just being black but being male that has been hyper stereotyped in this negative way in which we've made black men scary intimidating with a proposal to propensity towards violence said noel heard a psycho uh, psychology professor at the university of virginia she said this racist stereotype particularly hurts black men economically now that service sector jobs require interaction with customers have replaced the manufacturing jobs that previously employed men with less education mm. 
yeah because then it's like you gotta go out and talk to the public and if the public is already demonized you as a fucking criminal rapist come on drug dealer and, and there's anybody know. that has had any type of job dealing with the general public you know people ain't shit particularly if you any do anything like cashiering or or ringing up groceries and shit like that motherfuckers are crazy they'll want to throw their change at you just bullshit um the new data shows that 21 percent of black men raised at the very bottom were incarcerated according to a snapshot of a single day during the 2010 census black men raised in the top one percent by millionaires were as likely to be as incarcerated as white men raised in households earned by 36 earning about thirty six thousand dollars shit yep at the same time boys benefit more than girls from an adult from adult attention and resources as do low-income and non-white children a variety of studies have found yeah see that's the other thing too um while black men black boys may be targeted in a different way we're also lifted up and supported in a different way as well come on you know like our community definitely goes up for the boys first right because it's one of those things where women are attacked too mm-hmm. but women do see men being attacked like we see mm-hmm. it too and that's why a lot of women have an unconditional love for black men sometimes illogical and irrational but we have a love for black men because we see your hurt and your pain is our hurt and our pain you we know women know that you're not doing well affects the whole community women know that if you're not in the place uh where that you can provide it affects the whole community like we we women are forced to think about the bigger picture men aren't always forced to think about the bigger picture mm-hmm. um yeah like um they said you know also just seeing like basically these black male role models even if they're not your family um it appears to make a difference in a lot of black boys lives mm-hmm like just seeing like they only have to be your parents they're just a black father who's just around a black dude who's just around doing okay seems to give uh black boys a boost right and i know a a lot of men are problem solvers like men kind of think how can i quote unquote solve this problem and a lot of times things get heavy men go i can't solve them sometimes you don't have to actually solve the problem sometimes your presence is the solution like sometimes volunteering is the solution you know sometimes just being around a child that's not yours as a as children period but particularly a black boy is the solution and that's a simple solution but sometimes you have to do the small stuff yeah uh, other findings from the research the study makes it possible to look in greater detail at interrelated disparities that researchers have long studied around income marriage rates and incarceration here are a few other findings there's a large gap in the marriage rate of white and black americans even after accounting for income um so people aren't getting married uh expensive yeah um uh one reason income gaps between whites and blacks appear so large at the household level is that black men and women are less likely to be married that means that households are more likely to have a single income not two for this reason and others many point to differences in family structure as a primary driver of racial income inequality if black children don't get married parents the argument don't have married parents the argument goes they're more likely to grow up with fewer resources and less adult attention at home this study found however that broad income disparity still exists between black and white men even when they are raised in homes with the same incomes and the same family structure so it's just a convenient myth 
correct to to vilify black people and their family like y'all don't have no families and shit Mm-mm. white men walk away too people act like this is not only, only a, a black thing well that that's not just about the walking away and being absentee fatherhood and all that shit that's not what they're saying that it's not saying well that's not true it's not happening what they're saying is even if you only study families that are that are not like that here's a black family with two parents in the house and you know uh you know all the stuff that you claim to want even if we adjust for that the kids that come out of that house don't do as well monetarily as white people do right now what could possibly be the problem because y'all said these families would fix everything but clearly that's not what it is Mm, it's a deeper issue yeah uh, as this chart shows a black man raised by two parents together in the 90th percentile makes around one hundred and forty thousand dollars a year he earns around the same uh that his family makes around one hundred and forty thousand dollars a year when he's a kid he earns around the same in adulthood as a white man raised by a single mother making sixty thousand dollars alone the high mobility rate for asian americans is partly about immigration asian americans earn more in adulthood than whites who were raised in families with similar incomes but that advantage largely disappears when researchers look only at children whose parents were born in the united states non-immigrant asian americans fare about as well in this economy as whites the study did not divide immigrant mothers into smaller groups by origin uh the worst places for poor white children are almost all better than the best places for poor black children that's ism yeah very few non-white americans started at the very top well yeah that was pretty obvious yeah <laughs> uh anyway it was just an interesting article in the times it's called extensive data data shows punishing reach of racism for black boys yeah and so i don't know i've seen uh i saw a thread on twitter where um what was her name uh it was, it's like a long name yeah it's like okay let me click on this side i b j i y o n g i was her name on twitter and she had a thread about um about this article as well that was um you know kind of asking some of the questions around why how much study has been dedicated to just black boys and black men and then we turn around and go see racism affects them differently but it's also because we don't really study the girls you know so it's just kind of easy to to say that um all right let's see because because the thing is racism affects men and women differently because their attack strategies are somewhat different Mm -hmm. but it's still attacking both groups of people and yeah it would be interesting to really see somebody delve (laughs) into that because if you start delving into that you'll start dealing with uh racism sexism and then you will really have to have to get into uh how black men affect black women you know like you would have to delve into a lot of different factors like it, you know for me for the men is i almost say straightforward it's more of a simple it's simpler you know when you're trying to do your x y's and z's but women there's other factors that sometimes they don't want to go into because they don't want to delve into all these x factors that might come up in their calculations yeah i think it's weird because not weird but it's kind of this fine balance this fine line because there's a lot of research into black men black boys done by black men black boys uh grown up you know data researchers and stuff there's a lot of books around it there's a lot of uh you know endangered species you know and 
i mean i'm not saying it's not a problem obviously i feel as a black male i do feel targeted i do feel hunted i do feel vilified in a way that um you know i don't know that it's the same for everybody you know what i mean like that's not to say that it's worse or better but simply that i do know it's different you know what i mean um but i think because we've been so much victimized by racism and targeted people are scared of that next step that we would take from stuff like this and be like well black girls are doing fine so let's just not worry about them and i think that's the big elephant in the room right that, that people get scared about and they're like why do we keep doing these studies why do we keep talking centering on black men why aren't we talking about black girls and stuff because black girls are still affected number one growing group of incarcerated people in america is black Come women on. so like isn't you know this like while there's excellence for black women there's also um a targeting as well you know and i think one of the things that i don't know um i don't like it's just off the top of my head but one of the things i think could help is if we treated black boys like we treat black girls but i don't think i don't think our society is ready for that Mm -mm. you know what i mean like i don't think like because i'm not really sure that the way we treat black girls is good it is you know what i'm saying so so like i would hate to prescribe that as a fix because you might be able to get similar achievement and numbers and shit but that's also kind of fucked up how we raise black girls you know it's you know it's very much like hate yourself hate your body hate sex hate hate um you know uh uh i'm you know like just hate everything but but and then sit up here and and you know worship at the feet of black men um you have to be like um ready to be a mother ready to be the provider of your household ready to be you have to still go to the workforce you still have to like there's a lot that we put on their plates which is you know i I don't think it's a secret as to that's why black girls achieve more but we definitely as a culture expect more right they're forced to mature early they're forced to be grown early you know yeah there's no sports outlet for black women where we go well she can be an nba player or something because i see black people that'll push their kids into sports almost like the lottery like he might be the next lebron james and we're very proud of male athletic achievement in that way correct but with women we're never like it that's just like a you can't ever go i'm gonna be in WNBA and your mom go well that's cool it's like well then your ass need to be studying still you need to work what you gonna do for college what you like it's a lot more to it despite you being excellent at at athletics or whatever but i think it's just a different type of pressure for 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 the for the different genders and that's before you, that's just being on the binary gender whole thing right you're not going into the other uh scales when you're talking about lgbtq and all you're just talking about just straight right so i don't know you know um speaking of that white man challenge diversity efforts in workplaces two high profile legal cases in which white men have accused employers of discrimination or retaliation have put a spotlight on u.s companies efforts to make career advancement more accessible to women and people of color the white man somebody always holding them down the real victims a recruiter is accusing youtube of retaliating against him after he complained to the video site uh that they discriminated against white and asian male applicants in favor of hiring other people of color and women 
maybe you just ain't good enough people you know and it's funny though a lot of times it's a lot of mediocre white people did succeed just being fucking mediocre on a lot of shit and they just ain't good enough a lot of times and they don't want to accept that they ain't good enough and that sometimes that nigger or that brown person is actually better than you and their thing is how dare you actually be better than me how dare you look at it it's like every time a black person get a position is that's a, a position a white person could have got mm-hmm. versus at 99.9 fucking percent of everybody in this goddamn room is white you put one in here you lose your fucking mind get out of here yeah i just thought that was that was cute like i'm the real victim of discrimination fuck these other hundreds of years and decades and studies and proof that i'm it's beneficial more beneficial to be a white man i y'all hired two black people last week at a moment what's going on <laughs> you know? come on dog come on <laughs> and the thing is out of all the white people some of y'all gonna be all right at your job you're gonna be all right like you ain't gonna be the cream of the crop you know what bothers me the most about this is that um there must be literally at this point hundreds if not thousands of articles since the election of donald trump that they really go out and interview these fragile ass white people who are who have decided that racism is about what white people are going through and have decided that you know um to throw in their lot with trump to be anti uh diversity to be anti um women all this shit and they get i mean this is the wall street journal you know what i mean like it's it's really amazing to see people that honestly are not being discriminated against but have decided that they are and these are the people that will say shit like black people are always being victims democrats teach people to be victims and then they be the ones that the new york times has to drive out to montana to interview it's really amazing i i if i could just rub a lamp and a genie came out and i could just make a wish one of my wishes would literally be to have like the root or somebody just every week publish a a mundane piece on a black person since 2016 just because just the same vein of just because it's all the same article do you regret voting for trump no do you do you think he's doing a good job yeah what about all the lies of shit that's bullshit fake news da 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 i lost my job at the plant but it ain't mr trump's fault he's doing his best you know it's the same thing uh this guy's in the alt-right he was uh at the charlottesville rally he says you know hey i just think america is a white nation and i'm tired of being sad about being white why can't i be proud of my whiteness i don't understand blah 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 and they do the article again and a fucking again and again i just want a black version of that every week i'd retweet the fuck out of it i'd share it every week just a black people being left behind in trump's america it's just a black person not smiling looking at the camera because you know they always do that it's like a like i seen one the other day as a white girl looking at the camera in the background was a fucking confederate flag and it was like what about the white people being left behind in trump's america because white people care about whiteness i know but i just wish we could troll i wish like i don't get ebony.com was just like every week was just if somebody profiling. was smart they would do that this nigga does groceries in wisconsin let's catch up with him since 2016 oh man i voted for hillary dog i don't even really like her but still like i ain't trying to fucking <laughs> yes! be no slave this is some bullshit man these white people crazy out here man 
well what do you think about the job trump did has done so far oh that nigga sucks he's lying getting caught cheating Come like, on. like grabbing pussies and shit like every week just another nigga i same. don't read every fucking article and it's just the same interview over and over because that's all these interviews ever are right like it's not like the interviews are like you know oh this one white person finally said you know what i think trump's fucking up and i don't know what the fuck i was thinking like it's always like i don't regret a goddamn thing that uh, i needed cold to come back or whatever like i just want to see niggas get interviewed but like these white people crazy as fuck cold nigga cold ain't coming back are you crazy you're trying to die in a fucking mind collapse i hope y'all die in a mind collapse like over and over oh uh why can't i just you know why can't i just have the 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 the, the, the pull to, to make that Come happen on. just every fucking week just another nigga staring at the camera just because that's all the pictures always yeah, look the be same staring at the camera they had a they would do the uh, uh wakanda cross you have wakanda flag like and the, in the background and i don't know if you read any of these articles but they're always mm-hmm. so nice they're so nice right and black people we don't never get articles written like this you know when we get articles written like this when something tragic happens to us when it's like this woman's son was killed by the cops and then it's velma jones house is off of parkwood avenue it was originally established in 1985 and she moved in and she said this is gonna be a fresh start for me she made a fresh cup of tea as i sat down on her couch it was a poster with this that and you know like those glowing pieces and shit. we never get that unless something fucked up happened to black people i just want pieces like that and nothing fucked up happened it's just we just you just catching up with us you know like because with these white supremacist pieces they always be like you'd never know he was a white supremacist his house is nice he has a dog he has a wife his kids play in the yard he has this kind of a car and he does this and he plays basketball up the street and he you know and it's all just glowing shit and then halfway through the argument like and he hates niggers and jews and uh he thinks all uh all latinos are rapists and uh should go back to their country anyway you never think that if you walked into his driveway which is immaculate you know like why can't we get that you know i just want that you know oh his sprawling apartment is filled with all sorts of nerd memorabilia from the star wars posters to the captain america flag you never know that this man was sick and tired of these white people come on walked into his house he made me a cup of tea in his keurig and i drank it (laughs) it was so good that i want to play xbox one you know why the fuck can't we get that man jesus christ sick of this shit um oh yeah i don't i don't read nan nan ray one of them goddamn articles i know you was gonna be proud of that yep (laughs) i I don't give a damn (laughs) fuck (laughs) y'all i knew it i can't help it man i don't read them all i just they just all are the same i read like two and then every once in a while somebody write another one and i'll check like the first paragraph first paragraph always the same in a sleepy town in montana this man who's never seen a nigga hates black people what did you know you'd never know by going to his church come on which is a multi-denominational this that and the other you like out here in the lily white lily of the lily white united states of america i just need a black person puff feast just on everybody that didn't vote for trump you know just all of us uh, <laughs> between making jam he looks at fox news and says i'm like this nigga racist Mm-mm. just call him racist 
just <laughs> save me a click please Mm-mm. save me a click but call like, this motherfucker racist. i know but like while i was sitting there waiting for her to finish her macaroni and cheese fried chicken collard greens jams mm-hmm. and sweet tea <laughs> right <laughs> we had a pleasant conversation and i Ask asked LaWanda, her a few questions how do you think that the president has been doing in his first year in office uh terrible as hell like he always been come on <laughs> well first of all he's a lying son of a bitch uh can we print that you don't put that in your little paper uh put some stars i don't care right uh, yeah i said it <laughs> just over and over ah uh, i'd read every one of them too i don't give a fuck not those i'd read I'd i don't read it. i don't give a fuck about these share other it leave a comment retweet it all that shit like it i would favorite <laughs> it whatever yeah, star it uh, every fucking interview of just niggas being fed up like these fucking white people i'll tell you what i have noticed these white people are act, starting to act more crazy. Mm-hmm. I was at the movies and this girl told me, get out of her seat. I paid for that ticket. Then she told me, go back to Africa. I said, bitch, this Black Panther. We in Africa. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we all going to Wakanda, bitch. Find a seat somewhere else. <laughs> you never know. You never know LaWanda felt like that as she works at uh and she works in the accounting receivable department i know of the local <laughs> of the local lows well she's surrounded by white people every day i know and i am sick of these white people at work i'll tell you that much i was in the break room the other day and i heard two of these trump supporting motherfuckers talking about making america great again that's what's wrong with that's what's wrong with the company i know somebody talking about running errands yeah talking about uh we we was with lawanda as she works at the local tj maxx uh warehouse service <laughs> center we was with her as she was going to get some hog bogs some chitlins some rice and some pinto beans right just document our lives let's just do that for a week come on you know i'm with i'll 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 be the first one i'll to i'll volunteer because they ain't gonna get me fired see that's the only thing they're gonna get all the, you know how we get the white supremacists fired with black twitter csi they're gonna be getting the black people fired <laughs> they're gonna be doing on her facebook page she says black lives matter let me call lawanda can we talk to you in uh human resources real quick we we saw the piece (laughs) you were exposed as hating us white people who voted for trump and we can't have that um speaking of which hannibal birds mike got cut after he made rape jokes at loyola university Hmm. Mm -hmm. rape jokes the dreaded rape jokes no funny jokes about rape right guys can't make that joke i don't believe that but go ahead hannibal burris won't be silent censor restrained or restricted in any way whatsoever in case a comedian's uncovering of bill cosby's numerous sexual assault allegations wasn't proof enough taking this incident at chicago loyola's university or the daily mail burris took the stage for all of five minutes before he had his mic cut off because he told child molestation jokes about catholics uh by the way forgot to mention loyola is a de- devoutly catholic school <laughs> how catholic you ask well the artful troll used an email outlining his restrictions that he was sent uh by the school in his act so they sent him an email telling him what he could not make jokes about and he then was like oh i'm definitely gonna make jokes about this shit y'all don't get to tell me what to do um yeah and i guess one of the jokes was like you know you can't or one of the things like you can't be talking about sexual assault and shit despite you know catholic uh cover-up of sexual assault um so yeah uh matter of fact can i read this email how can i make this big on my screen 
I'm gonna try to try to make this bigger, y'all. Give me a second. I guess that doesn't do it. What about this? Nope. All right. Oh wait, it zoomed in. That doesn't. Oh damn, because it was moving slow. Let's try yeah. it one more time. <laughs> try it. One then more. it got super big on you. Yeah, yeah, it was just moving too slow. All right, it says hi there loyola university of chicago is a catholic university so on the offer and contract we stipulate content restrictions which management has signed off on for music and comedy university and performance notes artists to perform radio edit versions of songs content restriction artists cannot have content about rape sexual assault race sexual orientation gender artists cannot mention legal drugs or the use of dog you can't have jokes about race who do y'all have up there the republican party like who's making these jokes uh university requests limit limited use of profanities artists must may not invite students on stage during the show artists may not fraternize the students on or off campus let me know if you have any questions thanks so he put this he put this on a projector (laughs) over the stage Ah! this email that he got um and uh of course that shit was not funny the um projection was followed by this flaming middle finger of a joke <laughs> bitch, he said bitch ass old people i can project y'all fuck kids right <laughs> <laughs> the school cut handles mike immediately however the resourceful <laughs> comic continued his set without one until the school pumped oscar music over him to drown out his voice <laughs> hannibal reportedly left the stage and came back to a standing ovation a twitter user asked why he signed up for the show yet went against the guidelines outline birds uh apparently replied um uh or take it and get paid and still do what you want option number two sound more exciting St- show still went on what's your point here yeah so i don't know i feel like uh might have to make an exception for him calling out that ca- a catholic university you know yeah. covering up sex crimes against children and, and being like but i'm gonna talk about it and what kind of dry ass comedians do they have yeah i don't even want to know I mean, you you literally can't talk about anything yeah i think it's funny because people say don't make jokes about rape and shit but i'm like don't make jokes saying rape is okay i guess i mean not i think that's something you know like i think it's kind of reductive and silly and stupid and dangerous when people are saying shit like it's okay to rape somebody or right. even like those prison like you gonna get raped prison jokes and shit i don't even do those because it's like prison should not be a place where you get sexually assaulted like right. you know like in if we're talking about rehabilitating people like the punitive part of us that wants to see people suffer rape should be taken off that like it shouldn't be like it's okay to rape this person you know we should be higher a higher moral caliber than that but all that being said if a motherfucker about to go to an institution that has contributed to the covering up and conspiracy of child rape and be like y'all niggas are terrible for that and i'm making jokes about it and mocking you i don't have i have zero problems with that dude you know but you know i think we live in a very like zero tolerance like black and white age when it comes to these things but to me it's always nuanced like it's the type of joke it ain't it ain't just you made the joke but what is the point of your joke is it really funny does it have a punchline does it have a purpose like uh i really think anything could be funny i can laugh at some shit and know that it is terrible but if you present it in the right manner that shit is hilarious even about black women if your joke is simply black uh you're black ha 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 not not as funny not funny you know but if you can find a way to work it out a little more sophisticated than that then we can talk 
you know where that that's regardless of the race of the comic and shit i'm not really one of those people where i'm like uh so-and-so made a joke about race fuck them like nah if, if it's funny i'm okay with it just depend on the joke yeah some people just don't got a sense of humor people need to accept yeah. that too yeah that's true too there's a lot of humorless motherfuckers out there a lot of humorless <clears throat> motherfuckers like i've said things and people look at it, i'm like oh okay you don't have a sense of humor okay this, i can't be friends with you if you don't laugh at shit speaking of gallows humor <laughs> fucking with those black people fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fucked with them we assign point scores from zero to 100 and rolls of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with me now fucking with me now shout out to logic an oregon banker mm-hmm okay getting them coins you know what i'm saying getting that quan um uh he is out at wells fargo after it is revealed that he is a nazi who marched at charlottesville hmm. mm-hmm. you need to go back and review them loans he approved <laughs> they got him out of yes Oh, I love it. Oh, it's nothing better. Honey, they Get a secret Nazi getting exposed. Oh. They were fucking around. There's somebody heard that going off at Wells Fargo. What is that? Don't worry about it. Don't, don't, Girl, don't worry let about me it. open up my book. Okay. Oh, oh, he, at Wells, this, that's where I work at. Oh, I'm on top of the motherfucking case. Did you say Wells Fargo? Okay. What mm-hmm. department? Right. Let's go ahead and scan his face into his uh his, against his badge for uh, coming to work. Come on. Okay, that's him. That's the motherfucker right there. I knew it. Um yeah, they went and found this motherfucker. Oh, it's nothing better. Uh, we need an own TV show, okay? I'm just saying. Um uh so yeah, uh, I'm going to show show the picture where they found him, y'all. It's like, how did you do this? How how like this shit literally like everyone in the background is blurry because it really do look like they said zoom in focus okay oh somebody dropped his face in the google image search i know but i'm saying the the way the picture looks like it really looks like a picture where they said zoom in enhance oh you know they did zoom in 100 percent enhance 200 percent enhance and get you every time won't it google google like just minority report just hands with Two, the, on the screen 200 percent 200 percent enhance 250 okay adjust for uh <laughs> adjust for the reflection okay that's him that's i know put the filter through there that's the motherfucker right we got our man um a portland area not area nazi has been fired from his banking job at wells fargo after his ties to alt-right extremist groups um were discovered mm-hmm alex andrew alexander murphy harkins oh they found all four of the names (laughs) (laughs) all four nigga all four of your names uh he he went by the name murphy harkins uh he had participated in marches with the identity evropa 
which i guess europa uh and northwest white nationalist group true cascadia he marched with white supremacists at the deadly charlottesville rally according to the post from portland tifa organization standing right next to alleged killer james alex fields he also has been associated with notorious alt-right brawler kyle Bay stickman um chapman and washington state's alt-right republican senate candidate joy gibson my favorite part about this though is the petty nigga that march was so long ago that means somewhere they are just niggas going through them pictures like what about that one zoom in enhance got him come on I found all the information. He works at Wells Fargo. He's a VP of uh, Come on. Sales Associate. I got his email address. He's been there three years. Um, <laughs> last year, Harkins appeared in a photo taken by Buffalo uh, Gap Saloon with uh, extremists based Alaska, Brittany Pettibone, and James Alsop. It was unclear oh, why. Gap Saloon? It was unclear why it took the Portland Antifa group a year to out the local Nazi following the publication of the photo. Following the revelations, Harkins and Wells Fargo parted ways. The company would not comment on why, but provided a statement about its values. Wells Fargo don't want them problems. They keep getting smacked with them consumer lawsuits. They was like, we can't be smacked with them and you too. Nigga, they didn't even say why they did it, but put out a statement about their values. They might as well just put out a statement that said, because we don't want no smoke okay we don't want no smoke just take him okay it's not it's right. it might be more in here but we 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 will throw this one off the ship right we here's what you need to know we don't want no motherfucking smoke okay mm-hmm. we don't need y'all coming over here playing this music investigating all of us damn Mm-mm-mm. um zero to a hundred. Oh, zero. yeah i'm glad they got one um let's see uh how about this one they rape kill destroy montana green party candidate participated in hate fuel anti-immigrant rally interesting i wonder if anyone protest voted for him a montana green party candidate is an anti-immigration activist who has referred to former president obama as a muslim there's a right way and they're doing it the wrong way and our black muslim president is trying to bring this country down and he's doing a very good job with all his lap dogs green party candidate john gibney told a reporter in 2016 rally 2016 y'all give me 72 he came to the rally with a sign that said they rape kill destroy the newly certified montana green party is also under fire for fielding the candidate who was on the gop payroll and runs a bizarre nativist anti-higher education group when asked whether he was seeking to dilute votes for democrats gibney refused to answer as far as i'm concerned i'm registering for the with the green party he told the paper that's just the way it is we have open elections so why not i'll see how it goes with them the montana green party chair danielle breck said that giving these comments about immigrants being rapists and killers and about obama being a muslim were somewhat bigoted oh so it's somewhat all i gotta say is this is this your king because so many of these purity politic motherfuckers told me jill stein the green party was the way to go dog mm, yeah there with the russians and shit mm-hmm. they got a mari baraka over there calling obama a coon on stage in front of that white woman you might as well have got up and did some dancing for their ass fuck that shit 
no i'm not voting for you you anti-black motherfuckers like what's wrong with people that's the yo that's your king that's what you want me to throw my vote away to these ungrateful motherfuckers that are so disorganized they don't know a fucking racist is on that ticket you know and what's fucked up is she ain't even got an answer for this shit nope if this shit was hillary clinton or barack obama and somebody down ticket from them was talking some wild yin yang they would absolutely be in their face like what you gonna do about this why is this okay this motherfucker claim to represent your party do you at least have a statement on what they saying right dog the green party so disorganized they don't even ask jill stein this shit they just be like whatever man protest vote we'll we'll give y'all that 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 three percent of the vote coming next year motherfuckers i swear to god uh so yeah but in the facebook post where she tagged adams the former gop employee running against democrat john tester for senate she said that candidates should be given the benefit of the doubt the green party believes in grassroots democracy and the right make that the responsibility of every citizen to take part in their governing breck said we will not jump to the assumption that there are not true green party supporters until they have had the opportunity to show us otherwise we hope you all will do the same fuck you you milk toast ass weak backbone piece of shit you racist enabling motherfuckers fuck y'all that's the thing man all everything except for the couple of things they want on the ballot is up for debate this nigga is a racist come on and you like i would hope that y'all would give him a chance no maybe, maybe this is what the racist people or the people want whatever it takes to win the fucking election i guess fuck man that's you can't donald, take none of these people seriously right. dog donald trump has said a president that uh racism wins votes right uh anyway a uh, hundred for me same all right um oh update that alabama sheriff who legally took that money to feed inmates and bought that beach house mm-hmm. um um marissa had sent to me on twitter that um apparently um the dude who wrote the story about him got arrested and truck and charged with drug trafficking after anonymous call complained the smell of marijuana from his apartment Qualls, who's never been arrested before faces six charges of being held on fifty five thousand dollars bond she's reported he's detained in jail that's a and goddamn setup in the jail that this sheriff oversees a fucking setup i guarantee you if uh uh if he got good connections, somebody's going to uh, lawyer that pro bono because that's some bullshit. Oh, I write this article about you, then all of a sudden you do this shit fucking re- um, you trying to put me in your system. Right. He's he's held in a jail that the sheriff oversees. Right. The sheriff that doesn't that feeds people less than two dollars a day. And and, and 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 we don't think it's a motherfucking problem with this. He's never fa- been arrested before. He faces six charges. Six um yeah um yeah they added extra charges to the case including the charge of drug trafficking uh which rainbow city police chief said was based on inaccurate weight calculations the unit counted 14 grams of pot infused in five cups of butter as more than 1000 grams worth of marijuana uh penalties for drug trafficking are extremely steep in alabama where people have been in prison for life for the crime so they're basically trying to send this dude to, to prison for life right because he because he exposed the, the the shit uh anyway update i guess um here's another one <clears throat> ihop closes the main location to retrain employees at the server as teens who are black to prepay the bill gives me a little retraining you know how they, you get a little confusion i forget 
um when i was learning how to serve rudy tootie fresh and fruities i i have i forgot sometimes my training and i would be like oh wait what do i do here is am i supposed to make all the black people prepay for their food is that I what mean, the video we, said i mean we are the international house of pancakes i mean we are doing the international take your ass to the africa house of pancakes if you don't want to prepay okay do we have a go back to africa house of pancakes because that is what y'all just walked <laughs> up in. go back to africa okay this ain't the wakanda house of pancakes so lame child here trying to spend money like these good white folk and i <laughs> and i hop in auburn maine hmm I'm, I'm surprised that that would be a place of, of racism Mm. i heard that uh bernie sanders is up from that way so i, I, I don't know a lot about maine but yeah, I, I don't think they would be uh, racist if bernie sanders who marched with king came from there. Up there listen if i march with king and i am the senator for a state i feel like the state not racist so fake mm, news you better get the hell out of here no okay all right well i guess you disagree mm, agree to disagree no i ain't no agree to disagree okay all right well this i hop in maine thank you will temporarily shut down for an employee training session on thursday now guys <laughs> boy is there egg all over my face as your manager i guess the training just didn't take the first time so let's start over from top step one be racist to black people or don't be racist to black people it's not a trick question guys raise your hand i'll take the first person that got an answer uh okay you you in the back will well uh go ahead will you be racist or don't be racist uh be racist nope that's wrong that's now see that would make sense to me too i hey i've made the mistake we've all made mistakes okay that would make sense to me too will i i, I mean i will be right there with you but at i <laughs> it's funny it's, it's funny to me too don't be racist is the right answer yes that is right you don't be racist to the black customers all right um i bet you the whole staff is white anybody else want to uh anybody else uh want to suggest or answer any questions uh yes you in the back mary uh if black people come in uh are we supposed to sit them in like a seat or is there like a pen or something in the background oh mary you would you know see i would think that there would be like a different section you know for like a colored section or something like that maybe we would call it uh but no no you sit them in the same seats we sit everybody else in i know i know we're all learning today we're all here together um we're gonna open this restaurant back up tomorrow and we're gonna just put on our best sunshiny smiles and we're gonna get back to work all right Mm -hmm. anybody else have any questions anybody Any, any questions uh susan yes susan what's i see you got your hand up uh yes um now when black people come in are we supposed to make them pay us first and then order their food or are we supposed to just kick them straight out and not give them any food um now see susan that's a trick question because there's also the option where you can just now what do you do when when it's a white person oh we serve them and then we give them their bill and they go up front and pay and they get the food you know they get the food then they pay for the food and you know let's take out or something like that okay so what we would want to do in this situation if that customer was black we would like to treat them like they white <laughs> treat them like they white sir are you sure this is uh-huh? i know i <laughs> the training was very confusing it was very confusing they 
when they show the videos you know we all watch the same two hours of videos before you get on the, hey <laughs> i was we looking all at it too the same papers yeah it was just it was crazy like i was looking i was like but they skipped the whole section on how we supposed to be racist and stuff so you would start assuming that you can just do that for yourself but that's what this retraining is for to tell you that it's not in the video so don't be racist <laughs> scott i see you got your hand up uh yeah uh if you say it don't be racist i feel like you shouldn't hire a bunch of racist people i just i mean uh, how am i supposed to just reconcile this with my personal life where i don't like black people well scott i mean that's the thing you're on the clock you're making 250 an hour of ops money plus you do want tips well black people don't tip scott i know what you're thinking put your hand down they don't tip racist people uh scott i'm telling you we can't be racist to these black people we'll be out of business it, it, it's in the papers and everything well all right you say so i i just don't so can i go back to being racist off the clock i mean we would prefer you didn't but i mean if you can't help yourself then maybe like create a dog avatar on your social media or something like go flag yeah like maybe use an alias or something i heard twitter is really good for that you know go harass some black people but let's not do it on the clock guys okay let's just try not take off that confederate who's who's confederate belt is this take this shit off what is wrong what's going on with you god damn it donald (sighs) we got a lot we really gotta get this place in shape by tomorrow and then open back up and serve black people again like nothing fucking happened and nobody lost their job that's all avery game who was dining at the ihop location with his parents when the incident occurred on sunday shared a lengthy post on facebook detailing what he witnessed when they when they questioned what was going on a female employee called uh gang i think that's how you pronounce it gagney um they said they told him that they had experienced problems in the past with young customers code switch <laughs> young customer is that what we calling it now young cuz i know black don't crack but are we calling it young now is that is it just like canadians is that what we doing right now we've had problems with urban customers if you <laughs> i don't want to say that what <laughs> we've we've been having questions we've been having problems with people with uh extremely curly hair if you get my drift sir uh i'm gonna need you to pay up front at ihop um yeah so they say they experienced problems with young customers skipping out on the bill the staff added it's not because of their color which i don't know how you feel about it but for me means it's absolutely because of your color of course it's listen i'm not i don't have a racist bone in my body okay some of my best slaves are black but i'm gonna tell you right now you young people are just it's these millennials you know this y'all are just running out on the check so we just just ask that you pay up front that's all that's all then we'll go back and cook your food so we just don't want anybody to run out on the check you know how young people always do you know that's right anyway i got a table full of white 10 year olds i gotta go and uh check on them um uh the fact that she stated is not because of their color proves at all um uh gagney wrote um noting that one girl in the group was wearing a hijab the worst thing about all of this is that one of the teens looked at my mom and i and stated it's okay no it's not okay this is not okay and i will not stand for this managing melvin escobar told that can't be a white man no wonder they're getting retraining 
uh told the sun journal which was the first to report the incident that he believes the server was trying to prevent a dying and ditch situation however uh escobar said the waitress was confronted about the situation this is the first time it happened and that will be the last time escobar said we don't discriminate against people for what they are or who they are he added management addressed the incident via a restaurant's facebook page saying they are handling matters in order to correct the issue we apologize sincerely on the behalf of our wait staff's actions a meeting has taken place with all our staff members everyone has been made aware of these inexcusable actions and reminded how we handle matters correctly in the future they wrote we have rectified the situation and can guarantee this is not what we condone to go on and within our restaurant mm-hmm mm-hmm uh the manager added please spare our credibility as the situation is not a reflection of the service we strive to deliver auburn ihop pride ourselves on providing a happy enjoyable memorable dining experience Mm-hmm. I, the ihop president darren rebel rebella is also damn a lot of brown people also issued a statement on the incident ihop and our franchises have zero tolerance for actions that are or allude to discrimination of any type the franchisee of this location is working to contact the affected guests directly to apologize for this incident and are taking appropriate actions in line with hr policies for 60 mm-hmm. years ihop and our franchisees have strived to uh create a warm hospitable and hospitable dining experience for all guests and this isolated incident is not reflective of that ongoing commitment all right all right we'll see zero to 100 oh 100 yeah 100 yeah i think it's 100 dog mm-hmm. come on dog that's racist as fuck that's racist as fuck dog yeah y'all have had situations before this is the first time i got this big mm-hmm they really tried to hit that like mm-hmm. that's most people go most people go fuck it or they leave like that's a lot of times what happened they leave and just won't say nothing about the situation mm-hmm. well you know what it is can these fucking millennials you know you ever just go on a place and you see a bunch of millennials standing around you like oh my god i mean who started when we start serving these people you know no just me guys yes you hmm interesting that y'all would okay i guess i'm in a room full of millennials right now Mm-mm-mm-mm. i guess so looking at me with your big millennial eyes your big old millennial lips die your dark millennial skin your shiny millennial teeth glowing in the darkness you probably dance a little millennial jig when you see me coming your way didn't you jig. <laughs> millennial fuck mm-hmm. you know i you know i went to the movies the other day i saw millennial panther and that shit was good okay uh <laughs> and i had to pay before i could see it because a lot of people was dying and dashing on the movie all right uh that's so ridiculous by the way fucking racism so stupid god i told you it's irrational you work at ihop dog what you gonna get top cop for being ihop of the week like nigga calm the fuck down you never slip out of here with your four dollars worth of pancakes not on my watch god damn it come on that 25 cent worth of batter it took to make them pancakes all right let's do some guest race guys oh boy Mm-mm-mm. wasn't for these jokes how we get by come on now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guest the race 
the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course all the people playing are racist all right i know you guys would make black people prepay at ihop <laughs> i like that waffle house don't be in the news for racism how is that possible i always feel like waffle house is seedier than ihop but maybe not maybe i'm just biased from working at ihop all them years now you talking about a good shooting a good brawl now that's the waffle house news waffle house just ain't got no damn waffle house ain't got no that's what it is waffle house ain't got enough standards to be racist come on they're like listen if you made it in the door drunk to go eat this shit just we don't give a fuck what Mm -mm. you what you're doing you Mm -mm. could be a fucking uh creature from rick and morty just eat the food that's all be like, yes, I'm a your cook, your server, your cashier, your bartender. Right. I am everything in here. Comma be racist when you, 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 nothing like I don't have no standards. We just surprised you made it in. Come on. Uh, controversy is swirling around a junior high school science teacher in Idaho who's been accused of feeding a puppy to a snapping turtle after the school. All right. Mm. Idaho officials euthanized the snapping turtle Friday days after a biology teacher allegedly fed a sick puppy to the animal in front of the students in his class oh i said it was a sick puppy all right the snapper turtle which is deemed an invasive species by the idaho department of agriculture was seized amid an investigation into possible animal cruelty charges against a preston junior high school teacher whom authorities have not yet identified the story generated outrage across the internet well listen white people do not like when you fuck with them dogs Mm-mm. i think we have enough evidence to to prove that that's why when the cops shoot me i'm gonna wear a flea collar <laughs> right before they kill me i'm be like hold on one second all right now do it and then they're like revenge rod puppy claws morrow he was so cute y'all call me y'all call me uh y'all call me um mittens if i get shot okay you got him is that more of a cat name oh no i don't know you got to call me call me rover rover morrow when i get shot okay we're gonna get these white people mad as hell and we'll trick them at the trial like it was actually a nigga the whole time what oh i just wasted so much time i could have been at work i mean i've wasted these precious white tears on a nigga how dare you i could have been tweeting all lives matter and here i am in the courtroom talking about a justice for rover sign i wonder why his face was on it I'm gonna take a picture with that that puppy dog filter on uh, Snapchat. That's how we're gonna get them. Duh! <laughs> That's how we're gonna get them in the court. That's Trick them. Get them protesting. No, he's a dog. He just has a beard. He's just a furry dog. What is. I don't understand. Um. Alright, the story generated outrage across the internet. Da 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 da. White people was mad. Uh, police said they're increasing security at the school in addition because of threats linked to the March 7th incident. <laughs> you know that means people was like the schools need to be safe get a teacher's gun for the kids and we need to do this and we need to do that and then this motherfucker fed a puppy to a turtle it was like i will shoot that motherfucking school up not a goddamn kid get in my way the ar-15 will rain down holy justice on this science teacher and then this child that watched that experiment of a puppy eating a goddamn turtle uh, oh. i mean a turtle eating a goddamn puppy now i'm ready to kill some kids yep uh that's gonna be the next school shooting somebody gonna shoot up this school 
um yeah uh it was enough of a threat that our parents thought we ought to have a bit of a presence over there said the police chief he said police officers uh two police officers and four franklin county sheriff's deputies were stationed at the schools on thursday that are normally patrolled by one sheriff's deputy you know they was gonna run if uh the district doesn't hold classes on friday but But officers may return to provide added security on Monday. It's funny because it's true. They was going to run if somebody would have showed up. President's parent, Fairlyn Hansen, said she is upset about the treatment the teacher has received, not the act of feeding the puppy to the turtle, which she called humane. Hansen's two boys were among the three students who witnessed the act. A bunch of fucking serial killers in the making. My kids are very upset about the way he is being portrayed in the news. I'm outraged at people making comments they have about him. He spent his whole life showing kids how to care and feed for an- and feed animals. Feed animals to animals. You missed a part of that sentence, ma'am. That ain't cool. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Local animal oh, rights activist. Right. How is that? He that poor man. I can't believe y'all doing this to him. Oh man. Local animal rights activist Jill Parrish filed a police report after hearing about the incident. A lot. <laughs> she said, "Now listen. When they shot that nigga up the street, Tyrone. Now that was different. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I I said he shouldn't have been out in the street with his hands up. But a fucking uh, puppy ain't do nothing to nobody." Uh, allowing children to watch an innocent baby puppy scream because it is being fed to an animal that is violence that is not okay she told ktsu um by the way the 2004 film napoleon dynamite was set in preston which has a population of 5200 people guess the race of the teacher oh oh that was white i guess he got snapped into place mm-hmm. uh don't know what the pun is <laughs> A snapping turtle. I know. I just snapped into place doesn't mean anything. Oh no! It, I told you my shit ain't got to make sense now. Oh snap! <laughs> All right. Yeah, out there with them bras and that snapback. <laughs> I guess it was a hot dog. all right so let's see bill nye the white guy i don't know i couldn't do i didn't know i couldn't do that white only white people would give a turtle the death penalty for killing a puppy by the way they didn't mention they fired him either Mm -mm. he will get a nice article about him in the new york times white white as fuck it's a turtle eat dog out there world out there in methville white crocodile dundee hot dogs white misguided white recipes white definitely a white man whitey but white white hit your pets because they killing all the animals white high oh hide your pets uh the correct answer is white i don't have a picture of him i just know he white <laughs> Subi, i'm racist too guys i'm in on it um let's see here uh another officer is arrested for bringing alleged spice to leaksville prison okay brought the spice y'all it assumes spice spice mm-hmm. brought the spice pumpkin uh, <laughs> i don't know i let i'll read it and tell you i'll read it and tell you 
it'll soon be harder to find news from the hattiesburg american okay i don't care about that um another correctional officer at south mississippi correctional institution was arrested wednesday after what was believed to be an illegal drug that was found in her car katrina denise turner 38 of natchez was arrested after a canine unit hit on an envelope which was filled with a leafy substance believed to be spice the envelope was in turner's car at the leaksville prison during a search of employees in area one a part of mississippi's department corrections operation zero tolerance mm. in february jadija rawls 21 a correction officer trainee hired in november said diane phillips 64 i mean and diane phillips 64 a correctional officer since february 2014 were arrested in february for bringing contraband into prison in may 2015 megan lynn dees 30 a two-year correctional officer was caught attempting to introduce contraband to prison she was sentenced in november to five years with a recommendation for placement in the recidivism reduction program turner who was hired october 17 2016 was transported to the green county jail and booked on the charge of possession of a controlled substance she also faces termination this arrest should serve as notice once again to the staff just like inmates and visitors that are subject to being searched said commissioner policia e hall uh this individual came to work obviously forgetting that fact and i have zero tolerance for that it convicted she faces up to seven years in prison and a fine of twenty five thousand dollars and would not be eligible for probation parole a suspended sentence or any other sentence reduction hall Good said god black all right karen's going with black let me check the chat room and see what you guys believe um mm, they making lorries illegal in mississippi god damn black that spice white people think spice is contraband makes sense black woman white people don't know how to season the food so denise uh brought some spice black well only a black woman could get arrested for a little spice she should have just claimed it was seasoning salt black pops i pops flavor and i drip spice black black this is so black and i bet one of them is pregnant obey black all these charges black spicy black may may even be a strip of black the correct answer is black we are at the break i'm gonna come right back and we're gonna finish this one out but i'll put it on screen Mm-mm. nobody missed that one Mm-mm. she was black as hell too wait till y'all see this picture <laughs> and let me get you back on screen real quick um there you go and i will share my screen with you guys so you can see what her black ass look like um like she's so black she got uh well y'all will see in a second oh yeah yeah she got a do-rag on in her inmate picture i know them ways cooking under there you know they are it's gonna be way bad <laughs> sporting ways uh but yeah she definitely did it <clears throat> uh but good luck you know what i'm saying hope you get hope you get out of there all right let's go to the bonus round um what's my bonus round music yeah that's right <laughs> oh i hit it too many times <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and a bonus round against the race. So far, 
Karen is two for two. I know. Can you believe it? Let's see how she messes it up in the bonus round. All right. All right. I believe in you. I think you're going to be three for three. I'm going to try. A Minneapolis man, Minneapolis man, urinated in his co-worker's water bottle after she rejected him. Well, that's one way to convince her. Right? Well, now she'll have to date me. I know she had to get them electrolytes up, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was pissed. upset that a woman had turned down his romantic advances how romantic could it have been a minneapolis man urinating his co-worker's water bottle conrado cruz perez 47 was charged with two counts of adulterating a substance with bodily fluids that's a law according to the yeah, criminal complaint it's found- a law for a reason too many motherfuckers been peeing in water bottles apparently mm-hmm according to a criminal complaint filed against him in ramsey county district court the first count is a gross misdemeanor the second is a misdemeanor well let me tell you something they both sound pretty gross that's what i'm about to say uh deputies responded to perkins restaurant in van van nice van nice okay van nice all right um wait why did this ad pop up okay we get it man uh all right uh in van nice uh heights last october after a 42 year old employee at the restaurant reported she was being harassed by a baker she told the investigators that she noticed several uh occasions over the past few months where the water bottle she keeps at work tasted like urine oh right why was he so salty I mean, as a baker, you think he wanted to smash them cakes? You never know. Um, so yeah, um, she, uh, the incident start, started after the woman told Cruz Perez, her coworker, that she only wanted to be friends after he expressed a romantic interest in her. Yeah, that, she dodged a bullet, cause if it would have been, imagine what he had been like in a relationship this dude's terrible come on he go to jail yes he does cruz perez initially denied tampering with the woman's water bottle when deputies first interviewed him about the allegations but he later admitted to once urinating in the container after investigators suggested they might conduct dna testing on the bottle the complaint said cruz then said he had to go to the bathroom when the incident occurred but that the restaurant was too busy at the time for him to use the facilities he added that he had forgotten to throw away the water bottle after relieving himself in it you know how you get so busy um when you're back there cooking and you just can't make it to the rat to the restroom so you pee in a bottle you ever been that busy at work guys it's too busy it's too swamped i gotta i guess i gotta pee in a bottle it's the only way uh did you wash your hands after you finished cooking everybody food uh, anyway um he added that he'd forgotten to throw away the water bottle to receiving himself relieving himself the woman told investigators she knows the taste of urine in the bottle about 15 times over the past several months so you know um 15 times it got busy what i'm supposed to do pee in this water bottle that of the woman who spurned my advances or go all the way across the restaurant to a bathroom and pee like a human being like the rest of the restaurant is doing how come no one else is peeing in bottles Cruz made his first appearance on the charges last week. His attorney, Adriel Benjamin Villarreal, 
said his client had not yet entered a plea in the case we haven't made a decision at this point he declined to comment on the allegations made against his client cruz perez could not be immediately reached for comment yeah i would decline commenting too i mean what the fuck can you say sir would you like to have a comment on why this dude pissed in the water bottle i mean, I, I don't i don't know this is my life now okay this is what i do for a living okay i don't question how you do your job just please leave me alone so that's no comment yeah no comment man how do you plead i mean please don't put him in jail all for a long time i don't know on my knees um a manager at perkins said cruz perez previously worked as a baker at the restaurant but was fired immediately following the allegations his next court appearance is scheduled to take place march 28th yeah i couldn't imagine having to still work with this nigga uh karen guess the race cruz perez okay i'm gonna go uh latino mexican all right cool let's check the chat room see what they believe uh daca don't know him and these trump is gonna deport them build a wall around him latino minnesota not so nice latinx on ice latino a horrible a bad horrible a bad ombre latinx latinx flirted with her earlier by filling her water bottle off his back (laughs) should have used the water from his back dirty mexican jesus juan uh he said you're in for a treat hispanic oh agua man oh fuego ice piss latino oh those are some good ones at the end but yes he used latino everybody got it latinx Uh, this picture should be coming up yeah it's crazy too because they found this spotify online and they posted it too his spotify playlist oh i see watches watches oh wait let me scroll up that's him oh wait there's a better a bigger picture here on a second sorry guys um there you go now you see it yes yeah yeah so they hacked them and they found they put his spotify playlist online karen and they uh they had it on twitter you know his favorite artist was who pissy elliott oh no oh no i know i'm sorry guys i couldn't help myself uh all right (laughs) i just had to relieve myself guys i couldn't last to the end of the show Uh, (laughs) oh sorry ratchet this time Oh, uh, somebody in the chat said I heard it was R. Kelly. Oh, more like R. Kidneys. You know what I'm saying, guys? So that's where P come from. All right. Um, wait, I already did this guy. Let me find another one. Um, how about uh, Samurai Sword wielding children launched terrifying attack on defenseless shopkeeper. Samurai sword wielding children in mass launched a terrifying attack on a defenseless shopkeeper as he desperately tries to fend them off. Shit. The gang of yobs 
who were also brandishing a hammer burst into a shop in merseyside and took a swing at the shop assistant chilling cctv cctv footage shows one of the hooded thugs pointed a samurai sword at the worker's throat the robber with the sword slashes and hacks it through the air of the shop at the shop assistant while another man points a hammer at him in the footage the shop owner tries to stop the gang who began to raid his countertop of items but he narrowly avoids having his arm chopped off by the thug armed with the sword meanwhile the other two members of the armed gang filled up bags of mobile phone products from the smash counter bravely the shop assistant steps forward and tries to thwart the gang while seemingly making a phone call to police on a tablet device the man with the sword continues to slash through the air as he leaves the shop the gang are then seen to run out the front of the shop however instead of immediately fleeing they begin to use their weapons to smash the front window before running away the armed attack happened in february 22nd around 6 30 p.m at top class shoe repairs damn they robbed the shoe repairman so right the business is split into two shops well now it is a shoe repair service at the front and a mobile phone repair service at the back the owner of the shoe repair business said his colleague was shaken by the attack but didn't know how to close how close he had come until he watched the cctv footage back detective inspector terry davis of merseyside police said that liverpool echo told the liverpool echo business robberies such as this are thankfully rare in this area and i would appeal to anyone with information to contact us immediately to help us remove these people from the streets thankfully the member of the staff was not injured but they are understandably extremely shaken and to be faced with such an incident where you are simply trying to make a living is despicable and desperate behavior the victim is being supported by officers and i would urge anyone with any information however small to call us as it may be vital to our investigation i want to assure all residents and businesses that we will do everything possible to identify the offenders and bring them to justice um yeah so be careful out there guys go to the shoe your job working the shoes company end up getting cut up uh all right man we'll be back thank you so much for listening guys we appreciate y'all until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.